Hello everybody. How you doing today? Been a little windy today. But everything's going well. I hope y'all are doing well. You may hear it in my phone. I'm not sure if it'll pick it up or not. But um, anyway, I've had a psalm on my heart today and did a little research on it. We're going to talk about Psalm 24. Not, it's a short psalm. It's, of course, right after the 23rd psalm. That's why it's called the 24th psalm. But if, you've, if you're familiar with the Bible, you know about the... Wind's blowing everything. You know about the 23rd psalm. So, um... This 24th Psalm, my commentary said, was written after some of David's conquest. And uh, he was probably talking about the hill in Jerusalem where the temple was going to be built. But he starts off saying, The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. So David starts off giving the disclaimer that everything on the earth is God's. He created it. He built it. Spoke it into existence. It's all his. And the hill of the Lord, like I said, is probably, probably they're talking about the hill where the temple is built in Jerusalem. Because he says in verse 3, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? So I'm going to stop there and ask you, Who do you think can ascend there? You know, I'm think of that movie Kingdom of Heaven when Orlando Bloom says, uh, All have claim, yet none have claim. It's on the, the city of Jerusalem. It belongs to God, yet it belongs to us. And he says, He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. So they're saying the descendants of Jacob, that's all of us, if you're believers in God, who seek his face. And you know the 24th Psalm came to me a couple of years back. I was doing a lot of fasting and praying and I was growing impatient with God. And that's not a good thing to do. And... um Just to put it in a short version for you, I had a dream 
I had a vision, and I was met by a man with a Bible who told me that I needed to read the 24th Psalm. And he kept telling me until I woke up. So I read the 24th Psalm. So the point is, it's on God's timing. Everything's on God's timing. But while we're ticking off the seconds and the minutes and the hours, we need to remember that we need to have clean hands and a pure heart. Not worship idols or swear deceitfully. And we'll be blessed. So, what are you doing in your search to figure out what your purpose is? Are you marching time during the week? Going to church on Sunday and pull out your little pocket planner and say, pull out your pen and check that day off. Okay, I, I came to church. Got my, my hour of power. Do you go out and help people? Do you stop when you see people on the side of the road, maybe out of gas or with a flat tire? You know, you, you say, I'm not going to get out today and help people. It's dangerous out there. You're right. It is dangerous. But you could pull up, crack your window and say, is everything all right? You need me to call an ambulance? Need me to call somebody for you? Do you, you know, what's the deal? Do you do deeds of goodwill and charity? The people that you see out in public at restaurants or, you know, in the drive-thru. You know, I was talking to somebody today and they made the comment about the world has slowed down. God has slowed us down. With the COVID, we've all had to reflect. And a lot of people have decided that it's a good time for them to quit going to church. That they don't need church. But they need Lowe's. And they need groceries. And they need to go out and eat, but they don't need to go to church. They use the COVID excuse. And there are people out there that are trying to hold their jobs together, their families together, working as hard as they can, but their business was closed or minimized because of COVID. But then there's other people that have no work ethic. I'm sorry, I just call them lazy bums. People that do not contribute to society. They say, I'm just going to sit at home and 
take my COVID check, my stimulus check, because I don't want to go back to work. See, when it says, one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, if you're putting your stimulus check If you're putting sitting at home or going to Lowe's and grocery shopping and everything else above going to church because that's just something you don't need to do right now, you know, because everybody's, everybody's got COVID, the whole world's dying. You're worshiping idols. You have lifted up your soul to an idol. And you're saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. But quietly in the back of your mind, you're going, he's, he's right. I've done that. I'm doing that. You know, COVID has slowed us down, slowed the world down slowed life down but there's still millions and millions of Bibles that the only thing holding them closed is the pile of dust on them. I don't know. I'm going to make a guess. I'm going to say when I get to heaven, I might be offered a chair. But I think it might be standing room only when you get to hell. I just don't think too many people are trying their best to seek the Lord. I've said it before. Billy Graham said he was confident and only 10% of the people in church were truly repentant Christians. 10%. One out of every 10 people in that church are true repentant Christians. That is, that is terrible. There was a theologian at a mega church in Texas that retired some years ago and he'd been there at that church for 50 years. And his final sermon, he stood up in the pulpit and he said, Most of you I have watched grow from your youth, from childhood into adults. I've watched your children grow and grandchildren grow. He said, I know all of you in this church. This is a mega church. Thousands of people go there. And he said he's preached 50 years, and the thing that broke his heart the most was that he could say with 100% confidence that less than 50% of the people in that church were saved. People, that's a sad statistic.
Sad statistic. All I know is that me and my children are 100%. All my kids are saved. And though they're not perfect and they don't walk on water, they are able to tread water. My children are children of God. They don't worship idols. They have clean hands and a very pure heart. My children, they're the crown and my, they're the jewels in my crown. They are the two things that I know. Well, three, two of three, Sandy being one. And they're the other two. They're the three things that I know I've done right in my life. When I get to heaven, and I have to answer, because I am going to have to answer. I've done things I'm not proud of. But I've held it together. I've kept it in the road. I might have knocked down a few signs and cleaned out a ditch here or there. But I'm still on target. There's a time coming when we'll all have to face our Maker. And I know people laugh and joke. I see it on the internet. I see it on TikTok and Facebook and whatever. That people laugh at Christians and they laugh about God and think hell's a joke. Let me just put it to you this way. If you joke and you think hell is real and then you think God is not real, you can't have hell without having heaven. You can't have evil without having good. You can't have day without having night. Consider that when you joke about going to hell. I hope you all have a great evening or a great day, whatever it is you're doing. I hope that you find your purpose. I hope that you prayerfully consider what God has planned for you. I hope that when I <clears throat> excuse me that when I ascend into the hill of the Lord 
As I'm walking up, I hope I see some familiar faces. I hope I see my friends. It's going to be amazing, isn't it? When you get there and your friends and your family meet you. But it's going to be sad. Really sad. When you start looking around for your son or your mom or your daughter or your grandmother or whoever and you're looking around. Where are they? Where are they? They were in church every Sunday and they went with us on mission trips and all that. And and Jesus says, but they never believed in me. Think about that. This is Pastor Chip. God bless. I hope you find your way. I hope God lights your path for you. Have a great and safe day. Amen.